I'm Nicole Jones, and you are listening to Mediocre to Masterful. This podcast helps you master your goals, activate your plans, and manifest your purpose. Hi, guys. So you might have seen the title for this particular episode. Goodbye, corporate America. Well, if you haven't heard, (laughs) I am making the leap from corporate to self-employment to fully run the PM Suite, which is my project management consulting company, and to spend a lot more time with Mediocre and Masterful in relations to the growth, because as you've noticed, there's been some media changes in terms of working with Hope TV. In working with Hope TV as the host of Boss Up, if you haven't seen it yet, check it out on YouTube, check out the Hope TV on Facebook, online, and you'll see more information around Boss Up. And I'll be sure to include it in the description, the show notes for today as well. And a few other ventures that are up my sleeve, but this is almost coincidental because as you know, (laughs) we're currently in this phase where it's called the great resignation, simply meaning a lot of people are leaving corporate America. They're leaving not just corporate America, they're leaving their retail jobs. They're leaving their labor intensive jobs in terms just to really get back to what they're excited about, what they feel they're passionate about, what they know that they're gifted in, that they've been able to start an e-commerce business, or they've been able to start online courses, or they've been able to find something on Amazon and flip it and turn into profitable opportunity. They got into real estate or just really went after a passion that they were extremely excited about and wanted to do that on their own and step out on faith. Coincidental that my time is happening around that same time. I don't believe that my reason for leaving is because of the great resignation in the sense of people are just had an aha like light bulb moment. I've always knew at some point I would leave corporate America to continue to pursue my own passions and dreams. Being an entrepreneur, that's just something that has always been at the back of my mind at even entering in corporate America. When I first came out of college, my thought process was like to gain as much information as I wanted, to climb the corporate ladder and to, you know, be at the C-suite, but ultimately to be a leader and owner of something. My idea was to always be successful, to be in the entrepreneurial space because it's something that I've always been a part of. Even when I think back to being young, my first like entrepreneurial job on paper was selling makeup products on my website that I created. I think it might even been like Wix or something. I actually think it was something, whatever came before Wix.com. <laughs> I was actually creating ways to find and flip money online while I was still working in retail spaces as a college student. And actually, this is before college. This is when I was in high school. So I've always known entrepreneurship was going to be a part of my life. It has always been a part of my life, whether I I, I was working in corporate or not. It was always a part of my life. And I've always been doing something outside of my career, no, regardless, no matter what. So I always knew this was coming. I really think what helped catapult this opportunity to come at the time that it's coming now 
much like many others, is because becoming debt-free helped allow me to see I have a lot more growth and opportunity to spread my investments in other areas and invest and bet on myself. And so that's where I am today. That huge sacrifice and that leap to focus on being debt-free truly helped me see, okay, now we have a lot more capital to work with. We being my husband and I to work with, to invest in different areas, to place to the side, to continue to stack up and just being able to have that financial freedom. It's a term we hear all the time, but once you're actually living it and breathing it, you understand like the depth of those words, financial freedom, because you really do feel free. You feel like I literally can do anything and I can invest and bet on myself the way that I want to without feeling like I am pigeonholed or student loans is helping or sucking away my dreams or I have to place my money in different places because I have to pay these different debts. And that is why I think it's so important and I preach this through many episodes that you guys have listened to on my own personal spaces, that financial freedom is, we just have to get more comfortable with having these conversations within our, to ourselves, having, being real with ourselves when it comes to money and having those conversations with those around us who are willing to have those conversations. So here I am, this is going to be my official last November in corporate America before I switch over to working for myself, (laughs) which sounds crazy because it's like, I said I would do this. I've worked so hard to get to this point. My husband has poured into me as much as I've poured into him. And now we're at this place where we can, either one of us, you know, have an opportunity to make a transition. This is my time to actually do that. And it's just refreshing and it's unreal. It's surreal. (laughs) And the fact that I get to live out this truth that I have been wanting to do my entire life, my, you know, adult life in terms of like what I thought of myself in the future as being a business owner. Here I am. What that business was, I had no clue. I had no idea that it would be in project management and owning a, a media company. So To be here now in my early 30s, talking on my channel, on my podcast, to audiences that listen to this, to get inspired and motivated to follow their own passions and dreams is just like a complete full circle moment. And it's like, (laughs) now I'm like fighting back tears because I'm like, man, this, I not only spoke those things, I not only journaled about them. I'm actually living and breathing everything I said I would accomplish. How I was going to get there, didn't know, but here I am. And I can share that with you. And that's the whole sole purpose of this podcast was for me to be able to share as much information as possible when it comes to financial freedom, wealth, wellness, and just entrepreneurship. And It's just a beautiful thing. And I hope that as you're listening to this, if you are in the same mind frame of wanting to leave corporate America as well, or, you know, leave a certain situation where you now can pursue something that you know you are well equipped to share and service others in, 
I pray that this episode gives you some inspiration, some motivation to do a lot more digging, a lot more research. And when I say digging and research, I don't just mean externally, like going online, reading books, taking courses, but internally as well. There's a lot of things that I'm always about self-improvement. What is it about myself that I need to fix? I need to change my mindset about and I'm always working on that. Even after, once I've fixed one thing, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm digging and trying to pry into other areas of myself to figure out, okay, where else do I need to be my best self? So that's an endless process. So I hope that you take that to heart for yourself as well in terms of just understanding who you are as a person. What are some of your areas that are your faults, some areas that you can improve on, some areas that actually might be holding you back and you might have received, you know, some feedback from friends or ex or family members or whomever. And the same, you know, feedback is repetitive. And so you're like, I don't see that in myself. Dig a little bit deeper, understand who you are as a person. What is it that you need to internalize? What is it that you need to improve? Where do you need to invest in yourself a little bit more to gain more knowledge about self-development? Whether that's just reading books, that's a form of investment. But do what you can to work on yourself first, because in order to see that shift that you want, you have to be able to change your mindset to be able to accept a greater transition in your life. So here I am, here we are, (laughs) and making this transition. I am resigning this month and a couple of days from this episode airing. This is a huge leap. And I want to just talk a little bit about how do you know if it's your time to actually step out on faith as well and be a part of this great resignation. (laughs) I've already talked a little bit about what that actually is. You know, this wave of people leaving their jobs, wherever they may be, because the pandemic really showed us that work from home allows us a lot more flexibility. Some people realize work from home is just not for me. It really depends on your situation. Some people realize being home allowed me to really get in tune with myself, allowed me to really get in tune with my kids and my spouse, my partner. This allowed me and allowed me to realize that, you know, this constant feeling of having to always be on, to be rushed, to always have to do something, to always have to achieve something. This constant go of life wasn't necessarily needed. Just being at home and doing the work that needed to get done and get it done in whatever time that you can accomplish it. But it really mattered to me that I was able to get in sync and alignment with myself and those around me, my family. Like we had a real conversation around the dinner table. So A lot of those different things during the pandemic allow people to be more enlightened and kind of like that light bulb moment where it's like, why haven't I been doing this my entire my life, my entire life? I've missed out on so much. I finally understand why my child acts a certain way or says certain things or always has his head down. Like you begin to identify and understand why things are the way they are by having those moments to yourself, being more present. And allowing yourself to be aware of what's happening around you. So with that said, people, once work started to open back up, were like, you know what? I have no desire to go back in the office. I 
would rather my child be homeschooled or I would rather stay home and teach my own child. I would rather not go back to work and just work for myself because I've been able to start a side hustle while we were at home this entire time. Or I have been able to identify that this particular industry is not really what I'm passionate about, but I want to move and make a career change and transition. Or I'm just going to step out altogether and just start from scratch and go over, go back to school and start my business or what have you. So here we are. It's a tough decision to make. Some people have taken the leap already. Have they seen success? Some people are still kind of going through the process. I wouldn't say the struggle. They're going through the process of figuring it all out, but they're happier in the process that they're in, even if they haven't actually succeeded. So if you were on the fence of making your decision, let's just narrow down on a few things that you should consider in your thought process and your plan to make that leap. Now, mind you, I am coming from a place of what I did to get myself prepared for this moment and this transition. And again, I always knew I would be a full-time entrepreneur. I just didn't know when, how, or where. (laughs) So these are just like the different steps that I've taken. I'm sure if you do a lot more digging in that research, you'll be able to see, you know, some other tips and tricks that you could also include into your daily routine and your process and your notes to get you to where you need to be. The first thing that I tried to make sure I spend a lot more attention on was following my path and not others. Again, going back to the opener of saying it's coincidental that I'm actually doing this during a time where the great resignation is taking place, but it was ultimately me following my path. I had already set the groundwork. The work had already begun before 2020 took place. Like I knew at some point I would be doing this and by way of becoming financially free, building capital, so on and so forth. I'm now here today being able to talk with you about following your own path. By following others, you find yourself in a conundrum, confused, frustrated, upset because you're trying to follow a path that somebody else created for themselves that was not designed for you. So just be thoughtful and okay, you're in this place where you're realizing other people are leaving their jobs. Maybe you know a close friend, a coworker who just left or what have you. And you're like, man, now I could do that too. How can I do that? How can I follow you? What did you do to get yourself out of this situation? And how did you, how were you able to know that you wanted to make this transition here? Don't move from a place of urgency because you're seeing the wave. Move from a place of earnest planning, understanding, and with the true know-how and knowledge that you are going to actually make this leap because you're trying to pursue something greater that goes beyond what you thought you were even capable of doing. So it's easy to get lost in the trends and feeling like, you know what, I should leave too. And that's the red flag that you need to watch out for. And honestly, leaving your job might not be your mission right now. It sounds great on paper and on social (laughs) because everybody is doing it, but it might not be for you at this moment. And truly, in your heart of hearts, you know if it's for you or not. It's one thing of just being fed up with a certain person that's at your job and you're like, you know what, I don't have to deal with this, so I'm just going to leave and just not come back to the corporate space at all. It's another thing to say, hey... 
I've learned all that I can throughout the many careers that I've been able to be successful in, and some were challenging. I've gotten to the place where I'm able to cultivate all those different tips and knowledge and information that I've gathered from all these different companies to now place into my place of business and be able to leverage to teach my team on ways that I would want to have been treated when I was in those jobs that were in the past that were a challenge. So once you're able to ask yourself those questions, think through that process, and you're like, okay, yes, I still want to make the leap, thinking about following your path, ask yourself, am I currently operating in my place of genius? Is there still more for me to learn? Like, do I need to make the move or is there more for me to learn in the place that I'm at right now? If you're not currently operating in your genius, maybe think about going to a different company that is a little bit more aligned with what you want to actually do so you can gain and pull in that knowledge. That way, if you do have the idea, the concept to actually ultimately start your own, at least you have already gotten that experience under someone else. Then ask yourself, have I invested enough time or money in my current gifts before moving on? So while you're employed, think about how your company can help you invest in different courses, education, conferences, books that you can start using and leveraging to help you get to the place that you need to be or want to be based on your gifts. And then thirdly, when regards to following your path, do I have a strategy and plan to monetize my gifts once I'm self-employed? Like it's one thing to say I'm a really great artist. And I just want to draw because that's what I'm most passionate about. It gets therapeutic. It allows me to escape. I'm able to be my most creative self. It allows me to speak in ways that I can't actually say verbally. Okay, that's amazing. That means you are just flowing in your artistry. But are you able to actually monetize off of it? Do you have a business plan? What is your strategy? How are you able to scale this art business? Do you have a website? Do you have a graphic artist that can actually make sure you're marketable and your brand is leveraged across these different platforms? Because it's one thing to be an artist as is in a painter or creating comics, but that doesn't mean that same artistry will translate when it comes to branding and strategizing yourself. So think about, okay, it's one thing to be successful in that space, but how are you be able to leverage that gift? Okay, so that was following your path and not others. The second one, and those those were three points under that particular one. The next one to think about is having your finances in order before making the leap. One thing that you want to avoid, if at all possible, if you have any debts, pay them off. Use the income from your company that you're working with to help you chip away at debt the best way you can. You may not leave 100% debt-free, but get as close as you possibly can. Once you're able to do that, make sure you have a great relationship with money. So if you're one that actually spends, 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 you like to splurge, you're like one of the impulse buyers, figure out what some of your triggers are when it comes to buying and your spending habits. Determine whether or not you need to um, check out a course. Again, I'm all about education and self-improvement. Figure out ways that you can start improving on your spending habits because once you become self-employed, you will be in a lot more strict situation. So you want to be able to have as much capital as possible to fund yourself and your business and not be in a place of continued debt. One of the things that I put in place 
Like I mentioned, our my ultimate goal between my husband and I was to be debt-free. My husband completed his debt a few years back. Last year, 2020, I eliminated my debt of $80,000 in student loan debt, wiped it out, cleaned it out because we were meticulous. We were strategic on how we were going to pay back that debt. So that was able to take place within the last year. And I am just so grateful that it did because it allowed me to experience a level of financial freedom that I have never felt before as a young adult. As a child, you know, technically you're not financially free. You're just under as a dependent from your parents. (laughs) So you just really have to be mindful that as you're trying to make this transition, how do you move with money today? Are there things that you need to improve about your spending habits and then eliminate as much debt as possible to help self-fund your dreams? The third point that I want to cover is leverage your skills and passion. So I find this important whether you're trying to leave corporate or not, continue to sharpen your skills. This will help you if you are trying to climb the corporate ladder or if you are trying to become and sustain as an entrepreneur. Continue to sharpen your skills, educate yourself. And for those that are taking the leap, Determine ways to how you can capitalize off your genius, leveraging your skills in ways that are able to help and serve others, especially if your skills are transferable because you want to eventually turn that into your own business. Similar to the concept of myself where I'm leaving as a project manager in nine to five to start my own project management company. I'm leveraging my skills outside of the corporate space because I actually enjoy and love the art and methodologies of project management. If you are great at, let's go back to the example of art, and you do that for your your job, your nine to five job, you do art, maybe you do as an art teacher for a school. Let's say you don't necessarily enjoy that and you don't want to make that a passion. Well, That's where you're able to determine whether or not you want to make that pivot and place your energy in other areas and actually tap into your passion if you don't quite know what that is. And if it helps and you're already trying to tap into leveraging those skills while you're working your job, there is opportunity as long as it doesn't interfere with your day-to-day work to actually start getting clientele for that passion that you're doing outside of your, your job. So that side hustle, that hobby You know, you can start doing that while you're working. Again, as long as it doesn't interfere with your work and you're not a detriment to the company, being able to do that after hours and tapping into those gifts is well worth it. You'll start building up that clientele before you even make that leap. So this is a great way to just gain some experience and being able to tap into those passions. The last one, and I'm sure there are many, many others that I'm missing, but These are just like the top four that I wanted to cover for this particular episode. Mental preparedness. This goes across any topic, any category, you name it. Mental preparedness is important. Having the mental fortitude to accept any of life's challenges is valuable. If checking out of corporate life is important to you, just be prepared that it will not be a cakewalk. Give yourself grace and know that you will be tested in more ways than one. You have to be prepared, whether that means you need to start 
praying a lot more. You need to start doing your meditation. You need to do a yoga session. You need to start journaling. You need to, you know, just take a moment to yourself, get into your prayer closet, whatever that looks like for you. Exercise, be able to know that this is going to be a challenge and it might be an even more difficult challenge than the ones that you face on a day-to-day basis in your company that you're working for. Doing it on your own is probably going to be a thousand times more difficult because now you have to push yourself. You have to be self-disciplined. And I'm saying this because I'm going to come back to this episode and listen to it for myself (laughs) because I know there are going to be moments where I'm just like, oh my God, I need the mental fortitude, capacity to just be able to get over this hump because I know on the other side of this, this is there's going to be a breakthrough. This challenge is not in vain. This challenge is a lesson. So be prepared for challenges and throughout it all, just give yourself grace. Give yourself grace. So wherever you are in your journey, whether you are just, you know, you know what, I'm good. I'm just going to continue the corporate ladder. Do your thing. Mental preparedness is still just as important in that space as well. If you are taking the leap and you're going a part of this great resignation wave, then be prepared for beautiful challenges because there are going to be some amazing breakthroughs on the other side. And I hope that this particular episode gave you some sort of relief, gave you some insight, and just allowed you to think and tap into different areas that you might not have thought about in this process. You know, begin to do a lot more research, begin to reach out to people who are also in the same space, to reach out to people that you know who've already done it. Reach out to me if you have more questions on my journey. But I just hope this really helps you. I'm always coming from a place of service, being able to share as much information as possible for you to be great. If you know somebody, a girlfriend, guy friend, whomever, family member, that's also going through the same stage of making this transition and they just need like an extra push, some more insight, some encouragement, share this episode with them to allow them to be great for them to continue to succeed because they will love you for it. (laughs) I think that's all. If you have more for me, you know how to contact me on social media or my email. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next episode. 